What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. King's Island opens its gates April 20th. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with fellow podcast host and sports journalist, Carrie Champion. The making it starts to subside. That doesn't become the goal anymore. The goal is, am I really being responsible with what I have been given? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. DFS Today. Welcome to the Sports Grid TV Network. Thank you for joining us in Week 7. Mike Blewett and Joe Pisapia bringing you all the information that you need to be successful on today's DFS slate. So, uh, obviously, we got uh, a lot of news to get to, some questionable injury factors that will potentially adjust how you set your lineups, and we'll be sure to get you all that information. The first thing I would note is the teams on by, and that's the Carolina Panthers and Tampa Bay Bucks having played in London last week. We got the Browns and Steelers, so two AFC North uh, opponents will be off today. Steelers coming off a good win against the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Browns unfortunately dropping that tough one to Seattle. So first of all, welcome in, Joe. How you doing, bud? We never get a bye, Mike Blewett. Never. We're here every single week, Dad. Never. So for those of you that stayed up late to watch baseball, this guy, I'm here. And you're here, and thank you for watching. So, uh, as always, I'll tell you that we're filming this show between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Eastern. So, if you see this a little bit later, keep in mind some injury designations may have changed, and that may adjust some of the things that you may want to do or that we may have said related to those injuries. But we'll try to cover as much as we can. In any event, let's get to the games at hand, the games that we think there could be a lot of points scored. And we'll start off with that L.A. Rams-Atlanta Falcons game, simply because Atlanta hasn't been able to stop anybody and the Rams are trying to trade their way back into relevance defensively at least they get rid of Marcus Peters they bring in Jalen Ramsey for a hefty price I don't know what kind of an impact it's going to have I feel like they're spending a lot in order to create this stars and scrubs team but do you think it can help them defensively in the short term yeah I haven't sensed this most desperation since the bachelor uh this is tough we, it's really tough out there for the Rams and look I get it but two first rounders this year and next year's draft 
I don't know, man. I think this is a lot for Jalen Ramsey. And Jalen Ramsey is a great player, and yes, they definitely have a need at the cornerback position. But at the same time, Mike, when you look at this Rams team, we've gone from should win games to must win games, and now they start losing the must win games. And now I'm a little concerned. Now they do have a great matchup this week against the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Falcons defense is absolutely atrocious, and you should buy back in on Goff and Cup and Woods and Cooks, too. Let's not forget about him as well. I would fade away from the run game, though. Gurley's still banged up. He's going to play in this one. I know Henderson will be active, no Malcolm Brown, but still, I think you buy back in in terms of W's. Look, we'll find out what happens, but look, these are two offenses, Mike. They're going to put a ton of points on the board. You expect this one to hit the over as well. And from the Falcons' standpoint, Mike, is there a worse defense right now than the Atlanta Falcons in terms of giving up points and just looking awful doing it? I I don't think so. It's been pretty shocking to me to see how badly they've – come back off of last year. We thought they were going to be gravely impacted by injuries last year to Deion Jones, to uh, Keanu Neal, and Ricardo Allen. Unfortunately, Keanu Neal is out again for this season, but for these other pieces to not to come together in any way when their head coach is a defensive-minded coach and got them within inches of a Super Bowl win is pretty surprising to me. I, I liked the Falcons to bounce back, and their defense just has left have sold them out. Matt Ryan, on the other hand, is going for uh, – he'll be the first – quarterback in NFL history if he passes for 300 yards today to do it in his team's first seven games of the season. And that's one of the big positives of the awful defense is the fact that Matt Ryan in that offense has continued to be outstanding. Julio will have Ramsey on him today, but look, Ramsey hasn't played in a month. We'll see how much that really makes an impact. I wouldn't be sitting Julio. I don't know if I'd be running every share of Julio out there too, but it does mean Calvin Ridley. And of course, let's not forget Austin Hooper, who has basically emerged as probably the most reliable tight end in football at this point. I mean, Kittle has had some good weeks. We get Evan Ingram back this week, which is a positive. But, Mike, is there any anybody that you can count on week in, week out as much as Austin Hooper at that position? Yeah, I, I guess the only frustration for me about it is that I'm a Calvin Ridley owner in a few spots, and I just thought that maybe that target set would be going to Ridley. Right now, Hooper has done an excellent job. He's being heavily targeted. He's gotten in the end zone a couple of times. So he's seeing himself at the top of the tight end rankings. Kelsey and Ertz have not been as dominant as we expected. Ertz getting the targets, just not getting in the end zone as of yet. I expect that to smooth out over time. But right now, Hooper, to your point, he's certainly been the best value for seasonal. And on a regular basis, he's delivered for DFS. And the last couple of weeks have been better for Ridley. He's been catching touchdowns and that's the thing you want. Uh, and that's a big positive. So I know the first couple of weeks were a little stagnant, but he's come on of late. And the good news is his price hasn't really caught up that's yet. Right. So that's the thing to keep in mind. He's still a very good value, especially on FanDuel this week for the touchdown upside that he brings to the table. Yeah. So let's uh, jump around to other games. We have uh, New York Giants uh, playing here at 1 o'clock today, right behind us. Right here. We're in fact, li- right behind like literally right behind us. Yeah. Right here. They're going to play right this little stretch right here. Miniatures. Yeah, uh, I'm going to get out of the way by then. Yeah, there's going to be uh, it'll be difficult to maneuver in here, but I trust Saquon Barkley can do so. Uh, in any event, uh, we are live at the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands here in New Jersey and at the Meadowlands Racetrack, MetLife Stadium right behind that. So uh, we will be here at 1 o'clock kicking off that game currently with a total of 50 and a half, the second highest total on the board. And I think people are expecting some fireworks out of the number one overall pick in Kyler Murray and the number six overall pick 
in Daniel Jones. This is a fun game from that perspective. Two fresh young quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, very exciting in terms of that. You also get Saquon Barkley back for this game. You get Evan Ingram. No Sterling Shepard. So that's a bit of a bummer. But if, if Shepard's out, that means Tate will probably be in the slot today a little bit, which is good because Patrick Peterson's back in this game too, coming off his six-week suspension. So that's a positive for the Arizona defense that could certainly use some help. They've been terrible. It would be difficult to not see a fair amount of points. And David Johnson, also good news here, Mike. David Johnson is going to play in this game. There was a little speculation that he may or may not. Things are looking okay. I know last week we kind of dealt with the same thing. It worked out all right if you played David Johnson last week. That's right. I would roll him again this week as well. Yeah, so good options there. And, and as Joe said, getting some players back. So let's move on to another game. And probably the game I'm most intrigued by today is Baltimore Ravens going out to Seattle. Uh, obviously, Seattle coming off that big win uh, against the Browns. Baltimore in a good spot as well. So how do you see this game playing out? Uh, look, to me, this is the notch in the belt, or yet another notch in the belt for Russell Wilson. This is his MVP year, and now that Patrick Mahomes is out, basically that has opened up this contest for him, and I think that he is by far the front runner in the NFL. The Ravens are a good football team. They're not a great defensive team. They're not the old Ravens that we're used to. I know we say it every week, but I want to remind everybody until they kind of get that through their heads. And when you look at this contest here, you're going to see a lot of Chris Carson. You're going to see, I think, a bounce back from Tyler Lockett, especially now that they don't have that tight end and Disley being out for the year. I just think at the end of the day, Seattle's going to make enough plays to get this one done. And look, Lamar's going to make some plays to keep this one close, but no Hollywood Brown this one. That's a right. big weapon to take away. So I like the Seahawks in this one. I think they're going to win this one at home, and I think they're going to cover as well. Yeah, on that Brown note, uh, he's listed as questionable, but he didn't practice all week. And last week he was listed as questionable all week didn't practice, and didn't play. So based on the fact that he hasn't seen the field in almost two weeks, I can't suspect that he would play unless they're willing to risk it a little bit with that ankle injury. So last note I'll put uh, in front of us, Philly plays Dallas uh, a little bit later today, but uh, that's not going to be on the main slate. That's tonight, but probably another game where if you're in a showdown, you probably see a lot of points in that one. Oh, absolutely. This is a playoff game, <laughs> especially if you're the Cowboys, yeah. losing three in a row. And for me, I think the Philadelphia Eagles right now are the better football team. They were very competitive last week in Minnesota. I think they'll be very competitive in this one. I think they're going to come away with the W. Because they have the, the tools at the front to stop Ezekiel Elliott. And I think if you can do that or at least limit him a little bit, then I think you have a really good chance to win that football game. I like the Eagles to upset the Cowboys in this one tonight. Interesting. So, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of tough defense out of the Eagles so far this year as well. But we're going to get to all the position groups after this. We'll start it out with running backs after the break. It's Joe Pisapia, Mike Blewett. We're live on the grid. Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back after the break to give you some more information on running backs. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But 
But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find, for the fun of it, kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. Kings Island opens its gates April 20th. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Calling all men. When was the last time you had a really good cry? A recent survey found that women cry on average five times a month, while men cry on average only once a month. Studies have shown that crying can support your mental, your physical, and your emotional health. I'm Radhi Devlukia, and on my podcast, A Really Good Cry, we push against typical societal norms. We embrace the real, the messy, and the beautiful, providing a space for raw, unfiltered conversations that celebrate vulnerability and allow you to tune in, to share, connect, and find comfort together. Our tears come as a way to let us release what we can't hold anymore. I trust that no one's ever going to find out those deepest, darkest secrets. It's been a hard day. She walks out, and this is what she looks like. Oh my gosh, give her an Oscar. <laughs> Listen to A Really Good Cry with me, Radhi Devlukia, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us Zumo, on Zumo TV Channel 719 on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We appreciate it. Uh, for those of you listening on TuneIn and iHeartRadio and the Fantasy Sports Radio app, thank you. We appreciate it. Happy to spend uh, your Sunday morning with us or vice versa. So uh, I'm on Twitter at Mike Blewett. Joe's on Twitter at uh, JoePisapia17. And if you want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire, dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. So compete with the pros and with the DailyRoto.com optimizer, the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. That's D-U-N-K. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com backslash dunk. DailyRoto.com, where, million- where millionaires are made. Again, we're live from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, so appreciate you uh, joining us this morning. Let's get to the running backs, Joe. A lot of guys to talk about, some with just sweet matchups and others that uh, have been really consistent. You mentioned Chris Carson at the top, so we'll start with him. Uh, You really like his matchup today going up against Baltimore. Um, Russell Wilson, as you said, has been on such a roll. I think the encouraging thing for Carson owners on seasonal, but particularly in DFS, there's been some thought that Penny could steal touches as the season has gone along. 
But Chris Carson is getting stronger with every game. He is. And the fact that the fumble issues have kind of come back down to earth, that's a big plus as well. Uh, look, Chris Carson is going to have a very healthy diet. Probably 20 carries in this game. It would be hard to imagine he doesn't because if you're going to beat Lamar Jackson, what you got to do is keep him off the field. And you do that by controlling the pace of the game and controlling the time clock as well. And when you're looking at this in terms of value, 6,500 for him over on DK. On the FanDuel side, 76, both really strong return on investments. Uh, I think there'll be a ton of heat on some other running backs that we're going to talk to, which is not necessarily wrong, but I think there's not enough people paying attention to Chris Carson, the steadiness, the volume, the consistency, and of course, the scoring upside. And he brings all that to the table, Mike. Yeah, uh, agreed. So uh, I'm in on Carson certainly as well. Leonard Fournette, though, as we get to him, he, he really Really projects as one of the best values on the board. We've seen him getting a ton of carries now. I think this is how we expected this team to be built and how they could potentially win. They're, they only sit at two and four. Minshew's been playing well, but they're in just about every game. They didn't play well offensively last week, but still, again, Fournette, they're dedicating a lot of offensive touches to him. I know Fournette's going to be highly owned. I know it's very chalky. It's so chalky, you're going to be covered with dust, all the white chalk all over you, but it doesn't matter because Leonard Fournette's matchup this week is worth it against the Bengals. He and Gardner Minshew will bounce back. I know last week was a bit of a disappointment, but the Saints have played very well on defense. They've had a really good run there, especially on the road. So I think you shake that off. Gardner Minshew will bounce back, but most importantly, Leonard Fournette will See all the carries today. You love what he does, too. Uh, in the passing game this year, he's really come alive, which is something we haven't seen a lot of Fournette in the past, something a little bit more in college than the pros. And I'll tell you what, right now with this matchup, it is hard not to like it. I'm actually shocked that it wasn't more expensive. He's just 79 on FanDuel. I thought it was a great price for him. And uh, you know what? I don't want to say limit your exposure. I say make sure you get a lot of exposure to Fournette because I really think he is almost a lock for 20-plus points this week. Good stuff. So uh, next guy up on the board we want to talk about is Dalvin Cook. Uh, so he's got a divisional matchup here today. Uh, Lions two-and-a-half-point fa- two dogs at home. So Minnesota going in as the road favorite. 43-and-a-half total there, but Dalvin Cook again. A significant part of the offense, even though Cousins has been really good these last couple of weeks, getting Thielen and Diggs involved, we still like Cook because he's uh, very much part of this offense. Well, especially with CMC off the slate. Whenever you have that top guy off the slate, you have to say, okay, who's the next top talent? And look, we all know Dalvin Cook is in that conversation. No Ezekiel Elliott in this slate either because he's playing in the night game. So there's a lot of opportunity here for Dalvin Cook. And some people will be slightly sour on the matchup. Last week, you saw uh, Alex Madison get a ton of touches last week and split, which made sense for the game plan. Because when you're going against the Eagles, Mike, what you want to do is soften that run defense up a little bit. Instead of running the ball 30 times, 25 of them with Dalvin Cook, they split it 50-50. And that was the recipe to win the football game. Now, this week, a little bit different recipe. I think you can run the football a little bit more on the Lions, and I expect Dalvin Cook to be very active and to get back to being that cash game guy that we depend on. I don't think Madison's going to have quite as many carries. Maybe he'll get six or seven, somewhere in that range, but I think the Lions share will go to Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I think that's a sweet spot for him, just getting him a few carries and keeping Dalvin Cook involved in both facets uh, of the game, of the uh, pass and run game. So uh, Saquon Barkley is at the top of the list at 8,600. Cook, he dropped down to 8300 Leonard Fournette at 7900 just to give everybody a sense of what the pricing is to start. Um, we talked about David Johnson. He was limited uh, during the week in practice, as he was last week, but you made the point uh, at the opening segment. Despite the fact that he was limited and questionable coming into the game, he paid off last week. Oh, absolutely. Uh, 25 points is pretty good. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. 25 points is certainly what uh, you'll take that return any day. And the Giants' defense is awful. Let's, let's be honest. We've all seen it. We know that they're not very good. 
good. We know the tackling's not great. Uh, David Johnson's certainly a matchup nightmare here. So is Kyler Murray for them both. So I would expect him to be very active if this is just a matter, matter of managing David Johnson here through this injury, then okay, fine. You manage him during the week of practice, but in terms of return on investment, he's cheaper than Cooks, cheaper than Carson, he's cheaper than Fournette, and he makes sense in terms of scoring upside. A guy that's very involved in the passing game, a guy who has touchdown upside. Really, I mean, one of the best values and return on investments on the board that I see on either side. Got it. Um, so, talk quickly about Barkley. He's just coming back off the injury. I think we have the same expectations that we always have for Saquon Barkley. Would you throw any cold water on it simply because he's coming off the injury? You know, I wouldn't. Uh, no, because that's what Saquon is. If Saquon's going to play, he's going to be a part of this offense. And also understand that it is just the Cardinals. <laughs> this is not a, a defense where all of a sudden the Bears are coming to town or some linebacking core that you're absolutely terrified of. I don't think you're scared of the Cardinals defense at all, even with Patrick Peterson back if you're a Saquon Barkley owner in season long or if you're a Saquon Barkley truther right now in DFS. I think this is actually an opportunity. You're not getting a discount. That's the only problem. I wish there was just a slight discount. But in terms of opportunity, in terms of upside, the fact that I think the ownership will be slightly less this week because it is the first game back for him, I would actually be a little bit more intrigued by it, especially in cash, because I think most people will pivot, especially with some of the value we have on running back. Uh, he's stepping week. in against a really uh, a porous defense, so this is a nice soft landing for him. He can get started and get rolling probably pretty quickly. Yeah, I agreed. Look, uh, he's going to get a ton of touches in this game. There's no way around it. If he's on the field, this is a big game. This is a game that's actually winnable for the Giants. And I agree. There's not a whole bunch of those on the schedule for them coming up. Yeah. All right. So the guy, we didn't mean to bury the lead. We wanted to talk about the sort of top range of running backs first. But the guy that you like from a value standpoint this week is Frank Gore going up against the Miami Dolphins. Look, I know Devin Singletary's back. And I'm excited about it. Believe me, we should all be excited about it. But how, what world do we live in? For 6K, where Frank Gore can't get 14 for 75 and a touchdown. And if he does that, he's returning value. He might even get two touchdowns in this game. And at a certain point, you imagine they're going to be up. At a certain point, yeah, Singletary will get some. And to me, this is a, one of these lineup builders on DraftKings. He's especially cheaper because he's not super active in the pass game. But in terms of touchdown upside, in terms of volume, most of it's still going to go through Frank Gore. Just because Singletary's back on the field, we don't know exactly how much he's going to be active. So he is a value, and he's a lineup builder this week that allows you to go up to a Saquon Barkley. Yeah, so Gore at 6K on FanDuel. And the next guy we're going to talk about, you jump up a little bit uh, to 6,700. It's Josh Jacobs. Uh, how do you feel about him coming off the bye? Uh, how do you feel about Josh Jacobs coming? No, here? I feel great about Josh Jacobs. Uh, look, this is a situation, too, where the Raiders are running out of options. And that's good news for you as a fantasy owner because when you're running out of options, that means who else is there? There's Darren Waller, and then there's Josh Jacobs. That's it. He's coming off a 26-carry game for 123 and a touchdown. Uh, excuse me, two touchdowns against the Bears, one of the best defenses in the NFL. So why wouldn't you get excited for him against the Green Bay? You can run the ball on the Green Bay Packer defense a little bit. And I think coming off the bye, you're going to see a whole lot of Josh Jacobs in this one against Green Bay this afternoon. Yeah, so last guy we'll talk about uh, is Derrick Henry. Um, he, by certain, really on our DailyRoto.com optimizer, and I suggest everybody go over to DailyRoto.com, see the latest articles, podcasts, and the optimizer. He grades out pretty well. How do you feel about Derrick Henry? He always grades out well for me because of the volume, because of the shares, and especially with the quarterback working in in Tannehill now taking over the reins, you would imagine, Mike, that there would be a healthy diet of Derrick Henry to kind of take a little pressure off him. But I will say this, if you're looking for a little strange 
a Titan stack certainly is going to be a strange in the tournament. Not a lot of that, but certainly possibilities. You never know what happens when you change QB. We've seen all kinds of strange lineups when uh, the showdown the last couple of Thursdays, we're seeing defenses uh, in the captain spot on DraftKings win that uh, big prize. So you can set the lineups in a lot of different ways, and we'll come back to tell you how to do that with wide receivers next on DFS Today on the SportsGrid TV Network. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. King's Island opens its gates April 20th. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Calling all men. When was the last time you had a really good cry? A recent survey found that women cry on average five times a month, while men cry on average only once a month. Studies have shown that crying can support your mental, your physical, and your emotional health. I'm Radhi Devlukia, and on my podcast, A Really Good Cry, we push against typical societal norms. We embrace the real, the messy, and the beautiful providing a space for raw, unfiltered conversations that celebrate vulnerability and allow you to tune in, to share, connect, and find comfort together. Our tears come as a way to let us release what we can't hold anymore. I trust that no one's ever going to find out those deepest, darkest secrets. It's been a hard day. She walks out, and this is what she looks like. Oh my gosh! Give her an Oscar! Listen to A Really Good Cry with me, Radhi Devlukia, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Welcome back. Zumo Channel 719 Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thank you. Uh, for watching and follow us on YouTube and Instagram at Sports Grid TV. So thanks for getting on the grid this morning. I don't have a read to do right now, so let's just get right into wide receivers. 
We got the gangster intro music. That's all yeah, that I matters. Like it. I like it. Chris Pavone is very eclectic today. He is. Back in. We're mixing it up. We like eclectic. to keep it. Like to keep you moving. Uh, speaking of keeping it moving, let's move over to wide receivers. Uh, so a guy that we talk about almost every week. You mentioned that uh, you like Russell Wilson uh, this week uh, to continue his MVP pace. You like Chris Carson uh, to be in the mix at running back, and now Tyler Lockett at wide receiver position. Stack Just a it really up, good baby. Value. Yeah, stack it up. Look, the reason I love Tyler Lockett is the upside, and especially when you're taking Disley out now. Um, look, I know last week it wasn't the hugest volume game. Last couple weeks actually been a little bit quieter in terms of targets, but I expect that to go up this week. I think we're going to get closer to that double-digit range, especially without Disley there. And uh, he's always got that touchdown upside. He's got a $6,500 price tag. I love that. Love him at home. I think there's a lot of reasons to be very positive about Tyler Lockett in this game today. And and I understand last week Jerron Brown had the two touchdowns, but just for a second realize – that's one of those weird fluky things. Don't chase that. Don't start chasing David Moore and this guy and the next guy because you're never going to be happy with that. You just go after the main guy. The main guy still lock it. So just continue to, to kind of keep the pace and good things will happen if you do. Yeah. And to, uh, again, we'll talk about this game behind us because we've got Larry Fitzgerald, who you and I talked about before the show. People just seem to get a little bored with Larry Fitzgerald. So in seasonal leagues, they don't draft him, and they don't get excited about him in DFS lineups. But he's a guy that can deliver every week. It's ageism, Mike. That's what it is. Just because he's old and we take him for granted. But we shouldn't, and we shouldn't in this matchup because certainly the Giants uh, struggle to stop anybody. Uh, I imagine Fitzgerald's going to have a busy day today. Um, I think he's a better cash game lineup builder than he is a tournament play because I just don't know if he has that big-time upside, but in terms of building a floor, it's hard to argue with Larry Fitzgerald at that price. He is going to be, I think, decently owned in cash games, but I think a, a very strong own nonetheless because of the matchup, because you know the consistency, and yet another game, too, without Christian Kirk, so you know Larry Fitzgerald is going to have at least a fair amount of opportunities in this game against the Giants today. He's only 5600 on it's, it's crazy. It's, it's criminally low. I, I understand that he's not the guy that's going to rip off 200-yard games with three touchdowns. And that's maybe, why he's not a – and that's why in, in tournaments, I would say, maybe fade away from us. Yeah. But in cash, why wouldn't you want to take a 12-point a player like that at that cost, get the two times value out of them, and build your lineup that way? It makes perfect sense to me. Why not just go, go hammer the easy things? Sometimes it's not that deep. Yeah. So uh, one guy that we talk, we've talked about every week, and it's finally gotten to the point where his price is commensurate with his ability to produce is I Cooper Cup. I hate when Cup. that happens. Yeah. So uh, Cooper Cup is one, two, three, four, fifth on the board in pricing now on FanDuel at 7800 For a guy getting double-digit targets every week, it makes sense. It, what didn't make sense was the previous five or six weeks before his price started to go up. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some math. Ready? Well, right. I'm not reading math. Just reading numbers for you. 27 points, 22 points, 22 points, and the last week, 3.7. Okay, yeah. yes, last week was a disappointment. You shake it off and you realize, look at the volume. He's getting 17 targets, 15 targets, 12 targets. Uh, you think against the Falcons, he's not getting a ton of targets, and there's enough to go around. Oh, there's enough for all these guys. There's enough for Woods. There's enough for Brandon Cooks. In tournaments, I love Cooks uh, today. I think he's a great return on investment. He doesn't have to touch the ball a ton. with him. Be active there in terms of touchdown upside. So I really like Cooks in this one, and I'm okay with Cup. And Cooks, or all three of them even in Jared Goff. You can go crazy in this one. That's how bad the Falcons are. And whether or not the Rams end up winning this football game, it might come down to a field goal when all is said and done yeah. because that's how much of a disaster right now both these teams seem to be. <laughs> but at the same time, when you're talking daily fantasy, Cooper Cup is one of the best guys out there. And considering that DeAndre Hopkins has continued to 
not be the top guy. Julio's had some big games, but no Godwin on the slate this week. Why not Cooper Cup? Why not all the Cooper Cup? So Cooper Cup at 7,800 on FanDuel and Cook's all the way down at 6,700. We talk about it a lot. When a player is that talented and has the ability to be that explosive and his price starts to drop, that seems to be the time to take advantage of him. You may not hit it the first time Look, you try it. I was it, wrong but... last week about Cooper Cup. We were all wrong. Nobody saw that coming last yeah. week. That's okay. You shake it off, and you go right back at it again because look at those target numbers. Look at the points. Look at how much of a integral part of the offense he is, and that's not going to change just off a of one down week. And the yeah. fact of the possibility of him having two down weeks back-to-back, uh-uh. I'm not buying that, Mike Blewett. Not yeah. buying it at all. Got it. So let's move over to some other good values right now. We talked about Frank Gore on the Bills side, but we also have Cole Beasley and John Brown uh, potentially projecting at some really good value in this week's slate. I think Beasley's the way to go here. And hear me out. I understand it might be not quite as thrilling as John Brown. John Brown had a couple really good games to start the year, and then it kind of tapered off a little bit. But Cole Beasley, I think, is the kind of wide receiver you're going to see a lot of action of today. And I think in the full-point PPR systems on DK, that's somebody to really target because he is very cheap. He is somebody that you can certainly build lineups around. Um, I'm not saying you can't go to the John Brown well. I'm saying make sure you get a little Cole Beasley, too, at 5,600 because – this is another guy that actually, I think, unlike Fitzgerald in that same price, might have a little bit more upside for touchdowns today. He yeah. really might, just in the way uh, I think this game is going to break with the Dolphins. Yeah. So uh, one other guy that I skipped over, Tyler Boyd. Uh, how do you like him in today's matchup? We, we've Obviously, <sighs> A.J. Green is still out. Auden Tate has seen some touches. Uh, we know there's no targets. John Russ. Yeah. He's seen a lot of targets. Yeah. The problem is he only caught half of them. That's right. It's not a great ratio. That's right. <laughs> but That's right. Tyler Boyd, to me, I think they figured it out. I think everyone's figured out that Tyler Boyd is very talented, and the way you beat the Bengals is to just stop Tyler Boyd. So where you saw, I think, four of the first five games, he had double-digit targets. In the last two of the last three, he had single-digit targets. So that's come back down to earth, yeah. and that's changed significantly. So for me, actually, Tyler Boyd is somebody I'm fading away from. This Got game. it. So he's only 5,600, but potential value there. Joe doesn't like him in today's slate. They're uh, tempting you. Yeah. They're tempting you. I skipped over uh, Golden Tate here as well because we were talking about Larry Fitz on the other side of it. Golden Tate with Sterling Shepard out. We obviously have Barkley and Evan Ingram back, but with uh, Shepard out, it puts Golden Tate in a better spot it does because it puts him in the slot see if Sterling Shepard's in this game he's probably working out of the slot and that means uh, Patrick Peterson would be on Tate but if Tate's going to work out of there and this is the thing you got to this is this is now a tournament play it's a gamble if they do decide to line up Tate in the slot today that's going to be much better for his value because Peterson's going to float somewhere else probably not going to be in the middle of the field he might shadow him but I think it would be odd from a Patrick Peterson standpoint in terms of what you've seen out of him uh, in the past. So that actually helps Golden Tate's value. And look, one less mouth to feed, but I think Evan Ingram, and we'll get to him next segment, that's the guy that I'm really high on in this Giants offense today, especially with how bad Arizona is against tight ends. Yeah, uh, certainly want to be on Evan, Evan Ingram. We'll talk tight ends, QBs, and defenses uh, in the subsequent segment. But uh, one I had to talk about, and, and it's a game that I think is a huge game today. We haven't really highlighted it much, only because maybe we expect the defenses to play a little bit better, is the Texans uh, at the Colts and T.Y. Hilton uh, maybe right in the mix here. He's had huge games against the Texans throughout his career. He has, and he's a really good return. I feel like nobody's talking about him. And 7,600, this is another guy. If you want to make an equation, he's kind of like the Chris Carson of wide receivers this week, where he's just a really good return. He's got a really good matchup here. You know there's not a lot of other guys. He's fighting for target share. He's got big game upside, so 
why not have some T.Y. Hilton this week? I think it's a, a great choice here, and uh, I know the optimizer likes it too, as it should. The price is right. Uh, the upside is there. The floor is there. So it's a really good investment. Uh, he's Like I said, there's, there's no better way to put it, but him and Chris Carson are just probably the two best ROIs on the board today. Yeah, uh, T.Y. Hilton certainly in a top 10 on the optimizer. What's funny about that is he's had these monster games against the Texans throughout his career. Uh, Jacoby Brissett's 3-0 and against the Texans in his career, so I think it's lining up for maybe the Colts to come back, bounce back uh, off of this bye week and, and have a productive day here. And T.Y. Hilton, maybe it's a, a monster game for him. So uh, let's keep going through it. Last couple of options here, a little bit lower price. You've got Terry McLaurin uh, here, who's really the entirety of the Washington offense. Yeah, he has been, but it's working, right? Yeah. And and I know there's been some narrative out there, and it's been going on all week where people are saying, nope, this is not a week for him. And that's funny to me because all that speaks to me is there is a giant narrative out there where people are suppressing the amount of ownership that's going to happen with Terry McLaurin. And I'm not saying he's going to have a monstrous day, but so far what we've learned is when Case Keenum's on the field with Terry McLaurin, good things happen. Touchdowns happen. And that's what you want. And you're telling me I'm going to get a touchdown potentially with a lower ownership. Okay. Sign me up. He's at a low price. I'm not saying you want to have a million shares of him. I'm not saying it's a single entry play, but in a, you know, a big entry GPP, why not have some Terry McLaurin shares? Because to me, that makes perfect sense at 6,400 to get involved because you know, so far the return's been very good and they're probably going to be playing from behind and taking some shots. And this is not a shot at the 49ers defense. They're really good. But at the same time, I mean, let's not discount how good he's been as well. Yeah. I, I think the Niners defense could dominate today and make Case Keenum really uncomfortable. But at some point, they're going to start moving the ball down the field. Even if they're down two, three touchdowns, whatever it is, they're going to move the ball down the field. And I think McLaurin would be the guy that you'd want there. Let's talk about somebody that had a little bit of a breakout game uh, the other night, uh, on Monday night, I should say, as uh, Alan Lazard. He comes in with injuries to the Green Bay receiving core. Now, we don't know exactly who's playing at this moment, but it looks like things are trending well for Geronimo Allison. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scanley seems, seems to be a game-time decision there. Uh, Alan Lazard really came out of maybe that the maelstrom, yeah, the that, maelstrom of other guys that were not <laughs> catching the ball uh, on Monday night. And uh, he had a, a, a nice uh, game there, actually, in the fourth quarter and helped Green Bay to a win. So Lazard may not be may not be projecting for anything huge this week, but your thoughts maybe about him on this slate and even going forward, can he be part of this Green Bay offense? I'm not one of these people who usually likes these kind of plays, yeah. but in this instance, I like it because Aaron Rodgers seems to hate everyone on his team right now. He just seems to have no faith in anybody. He The, the stares... The death looks that he gave those guys coming back to the huddle when they would drop balls or run the wrong route or fall down. If you watch that game Monday night, besides the awful refereeing, it was the matter of he had no confidence in anybody, but he seemed to have confidence in Lazard. Asked for him. He asked for him. So for me, at min salary, I'll take a shot on him there. Yeah. That's the kind of dart throw that we're talking about. It doesn't mean that you build him in your cash lineups, but... He might be somebody with all these other injuries that Rodgers finds to be reliable in this spot. So come back. We'll talk QBs. We'll talk defenses. We'll talk tight ends. That's a fun position to talk about this time of year. But it's Mike and Joe. Keep it locked on the grid. We'll be right back on Zumo TV, Channel 719. 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. King's Island opens its gates April 20th. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Calling all men. When was the last time you had a really good cry? A recent survey found that women cry on average five times a month, while men cry on average only once a month. Studies have shown that crying can support your mental, your physical, and your emotional health. I'm Radhi Devlukia, and on my podcast, A Really Good Cry, we push against typical societal norms. We embrace the real, the messy, and the beautiful providing a space for raw, unfiltered conversations that celebrate vulnerability and allow you to tune in to share, connect, and find comfort together. Our tears come as a way to let us release what we can't hold anymore. I trust that no one's ever going to find out those deepest, darkest secrets. It's been a hard day. She walks out, and this is what she looks like. Oh my gosh! Give her an Oscar! Listen to A Really Good Cry with me, Radhi Devlukia, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for joining us on the Sports Grid TV network. And Fantasy Draft is the only rake-free daily fantasy site. Brings the heat again with $300,000 rake-free contest. The Hooter main event. This is the largest and only rake-free contest of its kind. And you will find that you will find for NFL Week 7. Remember, only on Fantasy Draft are 100% of entry fees paid to contest winners. Sign up at FantasyDraft.com with referral code DAILYROTO, D-A-I-L-Y-R-O-T-O, and you'll get a free 7-day trial membership. That's FantasyDraft.com, referral code Daily Roto for your seven free seven-day trial membership. So, uh, okay, let's get to it. 
Uh, it's our last segment, so we try to get through as much as possible here. And by the way, for those of you that are in the uh, New Jersey area, please feel free to stop by the FanDuel Sports, the Sports Grid Studio live, uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook of the Meadowlands, and pick up one of these uh, best bets for the day. Uh, Gabe's best bets are Sports Grid betting model best bets, a five-star bet today. Uh, we got, uh, we got a, a really good bet on the over in the Chargers-Titans game. Probably expecting some defense there, but I don't know. Well, Those no offensive kind of, line left for the Chargers, that's right. so uh, yeah. there'll be some defensive scores happening in that one. You this never is know. true. This is true. It doesn't matter how you get there. You just got to get there. So, uh, okay, let's talk QBs. So, despite the fact that they were miserable last week and he was getting beaten to a pulp, we like Jared Goff to go up against the Falcons oh, this week and get, absolutely. Some, get it done. And look, if it scares anybody off, good, great, terrific. I want it all. Give me all the Jared Goff in the bounce back. He just threw for 500 yards a couple weeks ago. Nobody's worried then. Look, I understand that everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. I understand the offensive line is bad, but don't worry. The Falcons can't get to the quarterback anyway. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Go back into Jared Goff, especially with Cooper Cup. You're going to need them both together. Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, priced right next to one another, 7900 and 7800 Ryan, $100 more. It's been more consistent, obviously, but do you like Goff more than Ryan this week? Uh, in tournaments, yes. In uh, cash game, I would prefer Matt Ryan for the $100 more. I think you get that base level there. Uh, he's been just terrific. I yeah. mean, there's, <laughs> there are it is. It's his fault. It, no, it's not. And, and and as long as that defense continues to be bad, that's a good thing for Matt Ryan because yeah. he's going to have to be aggressive. And what you saw last week, too, with Devonta Freeman getting more active in the rushing game, which is something we haven't really seen yet. He's been more of the guy that's catching the ball in the backfield, doing all that. It was fun to see him have a nice all-purpose day. We'll see if that carries over. But if that can continue to build, too, that's another positive for Matt Ryan. 300 yards uh, every game this year for Matty Ice. So let's go to the game again behind us. Uh, 1 o'clock kickoff here at MetLife. Daniel, Daniel Jones and Kyler Murray, both guys lining up pretty well. We've talked about almost all the pieces of their respective offenses. So now here we are with these two guys. Which one would you rather have? I'm going to go with Kyler Murray in this one. Uh, the ability to run, not that Daniel Jones can't run, but I think that uh, Kyler Murray is the way to go from a fantasy standpoint here. Um, he's been very solid the last couple of weeks. This is a really good matchup for him defensively on the other side of this football. So for me, it's Kyler Murray. Uh, I'm not saying you can't have a Daniel Jones lineup. I think it makes sense, especially now that he's got guys like Barkley and Ingram who can do so much after catching the football uh, that really can pad his stats a little bit. That's a positive. He hasn't had that in the last couple of weeks. In that first game where everybody freaked out about how good he was, well, he had that against Tampa, and plus it was Tampa. That helps. But yeah. I think you can go with Danny Dimes. I wish Kyler Murray had a fun nickname. Danny Dimes, that's a fun nickname. I'm sure Kyler he'll get Murray, there. He doesn't have a nickname yet. I'm sure he'll, I'm sure we'll get there yeah, for Yeah, we got to get him a nickname. I think he's going to be a one-name guy. Mm. Kyler. Yeah, but that's not that's just his name. I'm just saying. I he's gonna be he's gonna reach one name status like Madonna or I Prince. just don't want one of those stupid ones where you're just short like K Murr or something. I'm had enough of that. Like L Jax, the guy oh, we're gonna talk about next. Lamar, stupid Lamar enough. A Rod, A this, but, uh, stupid yeah, there was already no. an A Rod. I don't get that. Uh, so uh, da Daniel Jones, uh five hundred dollar discount relative to Murray, seventy seven hundred for on Fandle for Murray, seventy two hundred uh for Danny Dimes. So Lamar Jackson, we're we're talking about these quarterbacks really in almost in terms of game stacks because in all of these games the quarterbacks line up well and the next ones to talk about are, are Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. Yeah and look it, it's kind of a tough day to pay up to the top of the board for Russell Wilson. I think I would avoid it. You can do it in cash games. You can have to find a little bit of uh, salary relief somewhere. I'm probably going down to the board at running back. Frank guys Gore. like Josh Jacobs, Frank Gore those are the guys that kind of come to mind but I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying at the end of the day 
how much better of a game is Russell Wilson going to have for that premium compared to, say, Matt Ryan or Jared Goff? And that's just a tough sell for me this week, so I would fade the top with Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson at the top of the board, 8,500, Lamar Jackson at 8,400. So uh, we'll move through last couple of options. Josh Allen grading out well because he's playing the Dolphins. We got Aaron Rodgers uh, looking pretty good. And then uh, Gardner Minshew maybe for a little bit of a bounce-back game. See, I think Minshew's kind of the quiet one, especially on DK. He's so cheap on DraftKings. I think he could definitely bounce back there. Pair him with DJ Shark, too. He's got a really good matchup there, so expect Shark to bounce back as well. Uh, but the other ones for me, when you're talking about Josh Allen, he's going to be very chalky today. I think it's a cash game play. I would be concerned with him in tournaments, especially because Kyler Murray is the same price, basically. So I don't really see where you're kind of grading out there. I think everybody will look at that matchup against the Dolphins and go, oh, it's such a good matchup. Let's just go heavy on Jared on, uh, on Josh Allen. And that makes sense. Yeah. But at a certain point, you imagine they're up at a certain point, how much I think this is a team that would take their foot off the gas a little bit. Yeah, and I think this plays into something that's really important. You, you talk, We talk about it a lot on Daily Roto, and, and you and I talk about it as well. I think it's important when you're putting together lineups, you're trying to build these lineups in the way that you think this game could end up or in a way that you think somebody has laid it out for you that makes sense. And in this particular game, you like Frank Gore a lot. They'll probably be run heavy. You like Cole Beasley because they'll play a lot of possession game. They could get up big, and then they're going to run out the clock. This isn't going to be a track meet of any kind. No. It's unlike, very unlikely. Very unlikely, especially the game with that behind us, defense. The game that behind us is so the good. one much more likely to be a track meet where right. Kyler and Jones are going back and forth uh, all game. So for Josh Allen to put up 350 and three scores, could it happen? Yeah, but the likelihood is really low. We just expect Gore and company to be able and to grind it out. it's not that Josh Allen can't have a good game on the ground. Of he course. absolutely can. He, can. he can run for 60 yards and a touchdown That's this right. one. But at a certain point, you That's imagine, why we like him for cash. Right. It's it's just a bad GPP play. Yeah. It's just it, they, uh, too much heat on him, too much exposure to him. I don't think it's going to be the way you want to go. So tight ends, uh, rip off a few names for you. Evan Ingram, uh, he's back, like you said. Uh, you like him. Mark Andrews, because he's Mark Andrews in that offense. Uh, Darren Waller, because he's Darren Waller in that offense. Uh, and then we have some of the usual suspe- suspects like Kittle and Hooper. We know that Ertz is on the in the night game, so he's not on the main slate. Kelsey played on on Thursday night, uh, R.I.P. Pat Mahomes' regular season for fantasy owners. But uh, let's so let's go uh, on the tight ends. You like Ing- Ingram at the top and any other names? Oh, well, look, all the ones you mentioned are good. Darren Waller in the full-point PPR, I think you prefer uh, the pricing there on him. Hunter Henry is very cheap, I think, on both sites. You like his involvement in the offense last week. He came back, 100-yard day, two touchdowns. I mean, yeah. it doesn't get much better than that. I don't think you can expect that every week. But if he can give you a 6-for-60 in a touchdown, that's certainly a return on investment. That's certainly a tight end one. And that's against, against a team with good linebackers. Say what you will about the Steelers, but their linebacking oh, core has true. been built absolutely. up. Absolutely. So absolutely for him right. to expose a linebacking core well. like that, uh, I think says a lot about his health and that he's going to be able to bounce, uh, get right into this lineup and produce. And, you, you know, going back, I know Darren Waller doesn't have the touchdown upside, and that's why I prefer yeah. him over on DraftKings more than FanDuel. But I think on the FanDuel side, you got to love Evan Ingram today. I think he's worth paying up for. And if you don't, then going down to Hunter Henry makes sense. Um, Mark Andrews, I think, is a bit of a trap today because it's that whole addition by subtraction. Well, no Hollywood Brown probably. So, well, then that just means all the Mark Andrews. Well, maybe, but that also means that they can focus in on Mark Andrews and make his life a little bit harder today. So I always like it more when Hollywood Brown's on the field. And if you go back and look at the game log, historically, that's actually been true. He's had better games when you have more options out there to account for. And I'm not saying you can't have a good day. I'm saying I'd rather kind of go to the Austin Hooper group 
than I would necessarily the uh, the the Mark Andrews. And you're looking at Bobby Wagner getting in the mix there too against yeah. Mark Andrews. Hooper's just been so solid. I mean, at a certain point, we all have to just kind of give the guy credit. I mean, he's just been terrific. I did not think he could repeat last year. Yeah. I really did not see that coming, and he's been every bit, if not more, this year. Okay, so uh, let's go over to the defense. Now, I'll start off with the one that I listened to your podcast uh, earlier this week uh, with uh, Chris Meany, and you were talking right at the top about defenses, about Washington being such a low price that it was going to be worth it. San Francisco turns the ball over enough that you can justify this low price. On DraftKings, yes, 1700 They've been doing this thing where they keep dropping the price of defenses to basically tempt you, and... I'm tempted. Okay, here we go. San Francisco turns the ball over a ton. Um, I'm, I'm saying that there's a possibility after last week, after two big games here that they've played, that they could go to Washington and lay an egg in the first half of this game. It's very possible. If you told me that this was a 10-7 game at the half, I would say, oh, that's not surprising because it's going to be letdowns. It's a travel game. Uh, it's traveling across country. They've gotten up for all these games. The Redskins are going to win this, are going to lose this football game to the 49ers. But in the meantime, can they do enough at least with turnovers, a couple things to just re- give me five points, six points at that value? You can go all the way up to the board and get basically everything else you want. And, and I'll tell you what, if you're not going to go down to the bottom for the Redskins on DK, then it's probably smart on FanDuel and other sites to go up to the top and look at the 49ers and look at the Bills because they are going to have big days for sure. But Jacksonville's the sneaky one. Jacksonville is the one, I think, when you're looking for turnovers, where you're looking for possible suppression in terms of points. I, I would be uh, very surprised if Jacksonville didn't have I'll be in on Jacksonville today in yeah. my lineups. I, I think that Cincinnati offensive line continues to be one of the worst in the league, and I think that Jacksonville can run over them. You remember what happened when Jacksonville played the Titans about a month ago? They sacked Mariota nine times. Yeah. Uh, that's when the Titans' offensive line was having major issues. They still continue to have issues, but back then they are having major issues, and Jacksonville really took advantage of it. I think they can do the same today, so I like them uh, for a defensive play, certainly. Uh, other teams up at the top, like Joe said, we have the Bills and the Niners, two pretty sweet matchups. The Bills going up against a Miami offensive line that hasn't been able to protect either quarterback, and the Niners going up against a Washington offensive line that has been probably the major crux of the issues on this team. They have had many, but the offensive line not being able to protect has been a huge problem. It has been. And uh, speaking of offensive line issues, the Chargers have a ton right now. Yes, they do. Another one out uh, this week. And Tennessee has some opportunity here. You know, yeah. we just it, they're the great unknown this week and how they're going to come out and respond because they've been very Jekyll and Hyde all season. And this could be For one three of three seasons. <laughs> Yet they're nine and seven last year. So at the I end know of the day, it all kind of works out. For I them. can't. Well, I don't know if they're going to get there this week. It's but not working out for Mariota. I think you want to look at the Bears game, too, because I think either of those defenses play today. But I'm starting to favor the Bears, especially with Alvin Kamara out. Um, they came off an embarrassing loss in London after a really big win at home against Minnesota. They went out. It was a perfect trap game, kind of like what I'm talking about, the Redskins this week with the 49ers. So <laughs> after the bye, you are getting the quarterback and Trubisky back. I don't know if that's a positive. I guess we'll have to wait and see how that works out. It hasn't been positive either. so far. But from a defensive standpoint, whenever Alvin Kamara and Drew Brees are not on the field, that's usually a big bonus for a defense. Got it. So, uh, yeah, so Chicago, New Orleans, uh, could be could see a bunch of turnovers there. So, all right, let's wrap it up. Uh, we like, as far as game stacks are concerned, we like the Rams going into Atlanta. We like this game behind us at 1 o'clock. That's uh, Cardinals coming in here uh, to play the New York Giants. We like Baltimore and Seattle to see some points there. Um, and then highlighting the running backs, uh, you like Fournette, Carson, 
at the top, Frank Gore as a value. Yes? Yeah, absolutely. And Josh Jacobs, too. Don't sleep on him just because it's the Packers. Got it. Uh, wide receivers, Tyler Lockett, Larry Fitz, Cooper Cup. You Cooper like Cup. that bounce back? All the Rams. Brandon Cooks. All the Rams. Brandon Cooks and maybe a tournament. Uh, a couple other guys, the Bills. We like uh, Cole Beasley a little bit over John Brown, who you can use in tournaments. And we like Golden Tate with Sterling Shepard out. Quarterbacks, Goff, Ryan, uh, Kyler Murray. Um, and don't sleep on Gardner Minshew in the bounce Gardner back, Minshew. too. I, you there know, you it's go. so funny how people jump on the bandwagon, and after a bad game, we'll jump off of it. And I, and I suspect a lot will. But on the road, he's played very well this year. Yeah. He played well in Denver on the road. I mean, just recently, threw for 300-plus on that one. So it would not shock me for him to go light up against the Bengals in this one today. Yeah, and Evan Ingram's your guy at tight end, along with Austin Hooper, c- continues to deliver Darren Waller if you're going over to DraftKings for uh, full PPR. And then defenses. You can use a few. It's Buffalo and San Francisco at the top. Washington at a crazy value if the Niners continue to turn the ball over. So thank you for watching DFS today. Joe's up with Roto Experts in the morning next. I'll be back for Pro Football Today at 10 Eastern. So thanks for keeping it on the grid. And good luck this week, everybody. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. Kings Island opens its gates April 20th. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Calling all men. When was the last time you had a really good cry? A recent survey found that women cry on average five times a month, while men cry on average only once a month. Studies have shown that crying can support your mental, your physical, and your emotional health. I'm Radhi Devlukia, and on my podcast, A Really Good Cry, we push against typical societal norms. We embrace the real, the messy, and the beautiful. 
providing a space for raw, unfiltered conversations that celebrate vulnerability and allow you to tune in, to share, connect, and find comfort together. Our tears come as a way to let us release what we can't hold anymore. I trust that no one's ever going to find out those deepest, darkest secrets. It's been a hard day. She walks out, and this is what she looks like. <laughs> Listen to A Really Good Cry with me, Radhi Devlukia, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Miss. No, I missed. Here's what you missed on DFS Today. No, I missed. Gardner Minshew will bounce back, but most importantly, Leonard Fournette will See all the carries today. You love what he does, too. Uh, in the passing game this year, he's really come alive, which is something we haven't seen a lot of Fournette in the past, something a little bit more in college than the pros. And I'll tell you what, right now with this matchup, it is hard not to like it. I'm actually shocked that it wasn't more expensive. He's just 79 on FanDuel. I thought it was a great price for him. And uh, you know what? I don't want to say limit your exposure. I say make sure you get a lot of exposure to Fournette because I really think he is almost a lock for 20-plus points this week. Good stuff. So uh, next guy up on the board we want to talk about is Dalvin Cook. Uh, so he's got a divisional matchup here today. Uh, Lions two-and-a-half-point fa- two dogs at home. So Minnesota going in as the road favorite. 43-and-a-half total there, but Dalvin Cook, again, a significant part of the offense, even though Cousins has been really good these last couple of weeks, getting Thielen and Diggs involved, we still like Cook because he's uh, very much part of this offense. Well, especially with CMC off the slate. Whenever you have that top guy off the slate, you have to say, okay, who's the next top talent? And look, we all know Dalvin Cook is in that conversation. No Ezekiel Elliott in the slate either because he's playing in the night game. So there's a lot of opportunity here for Dalvin Cook. And some people will be slightly sour on the matchup. Last week you saw uh, Alex Madison get a ton of touches last week and split, which made sense for the game plan because when you're going against the Eagles, Mike, what you want to do is soften that run defense up a little bit. Instead of running the ball 30 times, 25 of them with Dalvin Cook. They split it 50-50 and that was the recipe to win the football game. Now this week, a little bit different recipe. I think you can run the football a little bit more on the Lions and I expect Dalvin Cook to be very active and to get back to being that cash game guy that we depend on. I don't think Matson's going to have quite as many carries. Maybe he'll get six or seven somewhere in that range, but I think the Lions share will go to Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I think that's a sweet spot for him, just getting him a few carries and keeping Dalvin Cook involved in both facets uh, of the game, of the uh, pass and run game. So, uh, Saquon Barkley is at the top of the list at 8,600. Cookie dropped down to 8,300. Leonard Fournette at 7,900, just to give everybody a sense of what the pricing is to start. Um, we talked about David Johnson. He was limited uh, during the week in practice, as he was last week, but you made the point uh, at the opening segment. Despite the fact that he was limited and questionable coming into the game, he paid off last week. Oh, absolutely. Uh, 25 points is pretty good. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. 25 points is certainly what uh, you'll take that return any day. And the Giants' defense is awful. Let's, let's be honest. We've all seen it. We know that they're not very good. We know the tackling's not great. Uh, David Johnson's certainly a matchup nightmare here. So is Kyler Murray for them both. So I would expect him to be very active. If this is just a matter matter of managing David Johnson here through this injury, then okay, fine. You manage him during the week of practice. But in terms of return on investment, he's cheaper than Cooks, cheaper than Carson. He's cheaper than Fournette. And he makes sense in terms of scoring upside. A guy that's very involved in the passing game. A guy who has touchdown upside. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. Kings Island opens its gates April 20th. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with fellow podcast host and sports journalist, Carrie Champion. The making it starts to subside. That doesn't become the goal anymore. The goal is, am I really being responsible with what I have been given? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.